All right, and we are back with another edition of It's, it's a, a Hang Thing. What up, man? And of course, it's been a while, but we've got this guys in the studio. Uh, oh my God, we talked to them on air. We talked about their new single that's out, but we really wanted to sit down and just chop things up and you know not having to worry about time limit and all that. So we were like, you know what? Podcast is the best uh, platform for that. So of course, in studio, Ty. We didn't we, get the whole band. Yeah, but we got uh, we got the uh, of course John and. Uh, Oh, wow, I even know it, and I don't even really know them. John Frankie. and Dank. John and Dank. You're horrible. <laughs> we got Ooh, John and Frankie. We are not no, he got confused now. because he was. Got, he meant to say John. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm John though. Let's just we just want to put that out there that I'm John. Right? <laughs> Sorry about that. We got Frankie and John wow. in studio from the John Dank. Big's tired. He's known my name for a long time. Don't, I'm not don't gonna, let it. Don't let him. Let it. I'm trying not to let it affect my uh, aura. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we all get it confused. I, s- oh, for the rest oh, of your man, I think it. his name is Bro half the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, bro. bro. Right. And now you know Vic's tricks. Right. Thanks, Vic. Oh, that sounds like a segment in and of itself. Vic's tricks. Right. Brought to you by. Do something like that. <laughs> you could categorize yeah. things under that. Well, well, we have you hi, everybody. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Frankie's like, hi. Now that we're past that, um, <laughs> cheers. Thanks for having us, man. Dude, it's great to have you guys on. And, um, you know, Vic, obviously, like we just said, uh, you know them a lot more than I do. In fact, the, I, I first formally met them when they came on uh, in studio for their world premiere world of premiere. Uh, their song 1990. Yeah. So that one was really cool. And then, yeah. of course, you got to go to the... The release party for that, but but you know, for more of my, I guess demographic where we know a lot of your music, and honestly, I was part of the part of the people for the longest time. I was like, his name John Dank. Wait, no, it's not John Dank. That was such a confusing thing. Also, you now you now just jumped to Vic's level. No, (laughs) hey, no, 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 no. This was in the past. No, you're right, and you knew it. I was a white You had to help Vic. And I had to advance in my own way. Now, there you go. I got you. You leveled up. You're super saying now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let's just get to know you guys a bit more because, um, you know, I want to know more about your roots. And obviously, as I learned down the line, you guys are not all brothers. You guys are actually all cousins, or I think two of you guys are brothers. I don't know. Yeah, well, we can explain that whole uh, thing. Of course. Uh, well, me and Frankie are cousins. We're, uh, we're second cousins. Paulo and Danton are brothers. brothers. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's pretty much the breakdown as far as uh, blood ties. Mm-hmm. Everything else, though, we're just a bunch of weird dudes that you know can put up with each other's weirdness yeah. for really long periods of time. So that's that's pretty much it, or that's at least how the chemistry yeah. works. Yeah, Danton and I. Um, so Paulo's a lot younger than us, um, and Danton and I were best friends since we were freshmen in high school. Uh, funny stories: Danton actually taught me how to play guitar. Wow! Yeah, wow. yeah and then John helped, and then my band. Basically, he taught me how to play. Anyway, um, so, yeah, uh, but me and Dad's have been best friends since we were in high school, and then John and I were we ra- we were raised together. So, yeah, wow. yeah. same mud on the Zori and yeah. all that kind of stuff. You know, slept you know, in the it. same guitar case. Hell yeah, you know, nice. something, something like that. Was, uh, yeah. uh, I was only in the same guitar case until I was like one and a half. <laughs> then after he that, grew, he grew yeah. out of it really fast. Then the Carabao blood started kicking in, and yeah. then it's just that's say hello to wide shoes and yeah. you know all that stuff. Size thirteen clown feet. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, I want to know about how you guys really got started. I mean, you know, we just heard Frankie. That's how you started to yeah, yeah, really get into for it. Sure. But uh, where did it really kick off for you guys? What made you want to actually start creating your own music and getting out there on the scene? I get started and you could finish Go it. Go for it. Um, 
for me, it was uh, Dancer and I were, and John, we were all in another band um, uh, for a little bit. John was like towards the end of our, me and Dancer being in that band. And uh, I quit. Um, I felt like creatively I wasn't accomplishing anything as much as I mm -hmm. wanted to. And I, I quit. Like I just quit because I felt like I needed more time and space to write and write which, more songs. And which I've got to say is actually a pretty big thing because he actually yeah. was one of the OG members. I started of that, that band, band, you know. You so know. I mean, to mm -hmm. to already have it in his head that this isn't he working was out creatively. Malik yeah. that I guess. just broke yes. the hearts. Yeah. No, and it was it was a band that was successful and and. Um, like we had a lot of gigs. That, that that for me that was the biggest part is that we we gained a good following, but we just gigged too much, you know. Mm. Like and it really took a toll. Like I was just tired of gigging, like playing four nights a week, and and I wanted to just like be in my living room and like take a shot and and write a song, you know, or other things. Um, but yeah, like it was really for me. It was a uh, it was kind of reaching that point where I had to tell myself like, all right, am I gonna keep doing this or am I gonna like decide that I need to do this for myself and I ended up doing it for myself and and I started writing more and then Danson ended up quitting too because he felt the same thing and we felt like we were consistently um, coming into the situation like just not happy about it you know and we wanted to write and we already started writing with that band but it just wasn't something that was a priority and for us when we started doing the John Dang show it was like that was our priority. We actually wrote for a year and a half, almost two years, Something like that. before we even played our first gig. So, like, we, yeah, we were we were writing, we had a catalog of, like, 12 to 15 songs or something wow. like that before we even recorded our first album. Um, so, I mean, you know, the, the genres range. Like, if you hear our music, you can tell, like, we can't really decide all the time what kind of genre we <laughs> want to fit into. But the the root of it all is is reggae and rock and that that for us like we knew how to write to that because that's what we all loved we grew yeah. up on and stuff like that yeah and so then after uh frankie and danson quit or as a matter of fact i remember the day they did we were uh, at venue and they asked me if uh if i wanted to join in and uh start writing some original material with them which yeah. is a big risk because i mean you know at the time we didn't even know paula was going to be in there i was going to yeah, be in the band yeah and then i was just like I'm, probably not their first choice so i better make make sure that this works was. i better make sure this he works that, less i was. less i get fired you know <laughs> i'm already not as handsome as the rest of them so they're already not going Aww. for like you know a, a, a universal a good writer like a really really fucking good writer. i just have a lot of feelings and stuff to complain about yeah. i don't know but yeah but you know so uh then after that um then i remember that's probably where uh, I started like really, 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 really writing was um, was with them, and it yeah. just helps when uh, because I was always just, like uh, used to writing stuff on on my own. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it helps when you have people to like bounce ideas off of, mm -hmm. which is why I love yeah. being in a band. I mean, I, yeah. I I mean it's it it all of us could totally do it like solo style. But personally speaking, I like the the fact that somebody can tell me that an idea is not good instead of just being by myself and being like, I think that'll work. Yeah, you know. So it helps when you have somebody to to bounce it off of. And then um, after that, we got following the band, and that one was kind of that was like a weird. I don't understand how, how we went that long without, without him. him. Yeah, like we were like an audition people. Like we we're gonna audition. Yeah, like we were talking about like three different people, and some of us, you know, it was like an American Idol audition, or, or just like, <laughs> and we're like, we're, like, we're not trying to audition people, but we're also trying to know like, yeah, who would that be good. a good, who yeah. would vibe with, yeah, and, and also fit the um, like the aesthetic of the band, yeah. Um, 
spiritually if it's mm. if her like yeah. creating his own aesthetic though yeah mm. and like we had a band practice one night at Danson's house and then he goes paulo set up your kit like and paulo was 14 at the time mm-hmm. yeah paulo's only 20 not old now, enough to be so hanging 22, out with us so, so. I mean, <laughs> yeah he was only 14 at 14 15 at the time and he's wow. like okay yeah whatever you know like we had this song uh playing my part actually mm-hmm. we we had it and that was the first one paulo like tried to drum to and like he yeah. was he murdered it like, it was it was it. crazy because i remember danton being in on those conversations yeah. we were talking about getting other drummers and then one day he's just like oh, I'm my brother my brother can play this is like months after we've already been trying yeah. to figure out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then when yeah. and, and I've never met I never met Paulo uh, before being in the band. I never met him. So when I first when I first heard him play, I'm just like, this dude's been living in your house. When we've been, yeah. Like, the crazy thing is, I knew Paulo since he was like five. So it's like because I knew dancing mm-hmm. when we were in high school. Yeah, and Paulo is seven years younger than us. So I knew fifteen. Then, yeah, he's like seven years old when I first met Paulo. Then here's this fourteen year old murderer, and we're just like, where has he been? And it's like, dude, all this time. how do we not? Like, how do we not figure this out? But it just happened, and it was meant to be. Like, it, it really been felt like fate. Looking for the right one. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it just comes along in one of their houses. Yeah. Right. My gosh. And I was like, why did we have that way to hold out house man. this whole time? Right. Why couldn't we practice at dances and like get yeah. him to jump right. in on it? But yeah, it really it was it's it was fruitful and like we we really were happy with what the sound had become and Paulo's chops are awesome like he's he's an amazing drummer and it fit right in because he was developing a style like by growing up with us yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, what I from what we see like he mm-hmm. he had his own flavor and like what and he does now mm-hmm. of course but like he kind of developed something while growing yeah. with us and we all did I and think. yeah i was gonna say so we i think that hearing each other's uh influences one coming out when we were writing and also yeah. seeing how all of us have you know just from li- uh, listening to other things that we have been we see it coming out like in yeah. our own creativity so like you know we'll see something that paulo does and, and and at least me it'll be like i've never seen anything like that i better check that out you know or i'll listen to yeah, a yeah. band that frankie will, will tell me and so hearing all of our personal influences it it comes out uh you know mm-hmm. in our music and that's why i was um i remember maybe this year or maybe later part of last year where i'm just like man we're listening to some really cool stuff i mean me danton and paulo have gotten into some new stuff frankie's gotten into mm-hmm. some new stuff so i was already thinking like it would be cool to see where all the influences come out, you know, because that's all, what this yeah. album is. Yeah. The new album or the one that's about to come out. It's like, it's really like, there's one, there's one, like one song on it where you really can't identify what genre it's part of. Like, it's really mm-hmm. like, it's, it's almost like, what is this? This is reggae. It's like, you, right? it's like, you look like, at that and you're just like, somebody misdosed their medication. <laughs> that day, <laughs> for sure. But so, we know it sounds good. So it works. Right. It's it, just, yeah, it's I mean, like, and when, when RJ was producing it, it was, he was like, what, where the hell does this song go? <laughs> right. Like, what, what's like, like and there's like a weird outro like yeah, I mean, five seconds after the song ends and we're just like I don't know man it's like we look at it even we're just like what are we doing what are we doing in making songs like it's that like it just you know? happened bro well now like, I want to hear what that one sounds oh, like oh man yeah we can play it I'll hold it up to the alright oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah go ahead sorry oh sorry No, you, you, were, you were saying no no I was saying I'll hold the phone wait oh, okay. yeah, go ahead <laughs> I do want to hear it though we'll, we'll do that at the end so yeah nobody's heard it I, I think one of the the main questions that I think I've had uh-huh. since you know meeting you guys, you know, what, how in the world did the name come about? Oh uh, yeah. So the, the John Dank. Oh, Frankie's got this one. Yeah, I practiced this one in the mirror. Um, <laughs> nice. I'm just kidding. No. Uh, so when Dance and I were in that in our other band, Rock Bottom, when mm-hmm. we first started, um, uh, in, so we used to play at a play. We used to play at Santa Fe, mm-hmm. and. 
when this is before Santa Fe started popping off, like we started Sundays at Santa Fe, right? And we had brought our own gear. Like it was really, I wouldn't, I don't know. It was really uh, trying times in terms of Which gear. Which is crazy because getting back to what Frank, you're saying about gigging too much. When yeah. I was in my first band, Rock Bottom was the thing that I wanted to be in. Yeah, those guys yeah. pack out Sunday oh, nights. Yeah, Sunday nights at Santa Fe after. were gnarly. I don't know if you, yeah. you remember that, right? And like Santa Fe, like... 400 people every Sunday. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, it isn't as what it used to be, but I heard back in the day it was Dude, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that yeah, was, it was, was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Was, we started that. Like, we started playing there, and that's when it all happened. Mm-hmm. And for us, it was like when we first started, we didn't have a DJ. We didn't have an iPod. Like, it, in between mm-hmm. sets, it would just be like mm-hmm. crickets, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so me and Danton, every now and then, we'd go up and just, like, play, like, a guitar and me and him. A guitar and a, uh, two guitars, and we'll just play while the, ba- the rest of the band takes a break. And my just dad, to fill the air, you know? yeah, fill yeah. the air. And, and I was all like, I was that kind of musician where, like, if I could play, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play nice I'll play, as much as I can, you know. So, like, dancing is the same way, we still are, we're just getting older. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, we would do that. And my dad was there one night, and he goes, Hey, the Danks, dancing and Frank. Oh, so he's like, Hey, the Danks, you know, and uh, and uh, and and then it, you know, we're, and it's we're a like, songwriting thing, I yeah, swear. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's cool. And then, so when we started writing on, uh, after we quit the band, we kind of, it was, John didn't really want to tell everybody he was writing with us yet, like in his band. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like an alias, kind of like John Dank. Uh It's like a person. Mm, Um, John Doe. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, but his cooler cooler cousin. Yeah, like we were like NSYNCing it, you know, like how (laughs) NSYNC just used all their, anyway. So we did that and then we got Paulo and we're trying to figure out like, how are we? Or should we just call her? Should we just call ourselves John Dank? And then I was like, then we started thinking about it, and we're like, man, people might get confused or like think it's one person, which they and already yes, do. And they yes, they do. already, they already yeah. do. So, and we'll, if you want to talk about that, we I have stories, yeah. but um, yeah. So then we're thinking, we're like, man, Paulo's really handsome, and we're we're like, that's probably why Danton held him held him from. Uh, yeah, he's like, Paulo's really really. He's like, I don't think handsome. I don't think you're ready for this. There's and, levels to this. Yeah, and we're like. He's like, he's the reason people will come. So he's like the show. So Ooh. Like the John Dank show. The John Dank show. Yeah. And that nice. was the birth of the John Dank show. Wow. Yeah. Pretty, pretty yeah. I mean, and the thing is, we were like, you know, if we if we call ourselves that, we're probably never going to have to worry about somebody else copywriting it. So yeah, let's keep it. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not that, like we're calling ourselves like... That was before we found out there's a... There's, he has a, there's picture, a baseball player from the John Danks. His name is John Dank. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah. I mean, he's not going to... Oh. I'm pretty sure he's not. <laughs> he's coming but, up after yeah, we, you. We, we, we copyrighted our stuff, so we're good. But, yeah, that's that was the birth of it. It was just wow. like... Yeah. Because I still don't know why they put my name on the front, to be honest. I mean, it's like, they, they put it there, but then now people think... But now my, my emails consist of, hey, John. Yeah, or people right come to me after. and they're just like, dude, you're, you're like you're like the leader, right? And I'm, I'm already starting to think every time I hear that, I'm just like, oh, no, that means like taxes and, and, and formal stuff. No, I'm definitely not the leader. No, no. That's the other guy. That's yeah. the guy. I'm like that's a manager the now. That's the guy. Exactly. Yeah, so I have a complaint. I want to see your Hail boss. John. That's the guy. That's John. The guy. Hail John. <laughs> so, the yeah. leader of our <laughs> Every, cult. Yes, right? I mean... But, I mean, no, yeah, dude. I, I start my emails with, Hey, it's Frankie from the John Dang Show. I just want to know, blah, blah, blah. Hey, John, uh, you know. <laughs> and I send it to these guys every time they just laugh. I think, by the way, too, that we've just secured the family name down south because that's what all the boys down there call me. They always call me John Dank. It's John no Dank. longer John T or anything. And then, yeah, so I'm a it's teacher daily, and, like, all my friends mess around and call me Mr. Dank, so 
it's it's stuck. It's, it's I take done. that nickname. Yeah. I like that nickname. Yeah. You can't fight it anymore. Yeah, I'm not. I need mean, the whole John yeah. thing. Yeah, Vic Rex. And it's not even going to get this forever. I've, 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 I've seen Frankie sent us like personal like Instagram personal inquiries, emails, bro. and it says his name, and then it says, "Hey, John." You know, <laughs> we're we just want to inquire. Dude. Like, like they hit up my personal Instagram and it says Frankie McJohn on the <laughs> damn that's my handle you know and it's like <sighs> hey John <laughs> hey John who are wondering <laughs> I'm trying to be I'm more patient now than I used to how, be, yeah how was it in the beginning when that was all happening I would just be like these guys would see my impatience that's a word <laughs> I would be like like I would start the text or the message or the email back with my name's Frankie and then I'll like take two spaces and then oh, start writing the rest of the email. Yeah. Like I was that's how impatient I used to be. I was I was professional. But I was also like just get you it know, right. like I, I address you right. Address yeah, me exactly. Right, you know? But for la for I'm okay with it because it's my band. And and if my band gets noticed for something or whatever, like I'm all for it, you know, and I don't care. It, down to be a John for Yeah, down to be a John if if, if just, it takes just to get the inquiry the inquiry out of it. Yeah, if it takes me to be John to get yeah. noticed then now, you know, I'm like down. if 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 uh you know if, if the band succeeds more and people still start calling him John, we might have to consider it. <laughs> change yeah. maybe, you know, just end up going and changing we, the we whole might just thing. Have two Johns in name change. Actually. I tell my dad my name is John McJohn. Right. <laughs> All right, Sorry, well, Dad. I, w- I want to hear your guys' career process because you're working with a total of, what, four people? Yeah. In the band? Five sometimes with Zach. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, you guys obviously have your own uh, separate influences when it comes to music and Definitely. your own ideas, emotions, whatever you want to be putting into the song. So right. how is the whole creative process with that, you know, dealing with different personalities? Uh, well, personally speaking, I've always, uh, I've, never been a- I've never been very good at starting anything. But Frank's always been very good. It's like, even if it's just a line, it'll be something that I'm like, well, we can build up from that because yeah. I, I can't even get it started, you know? But then there, there are, we've, we've come to realize that what uh, the f- formula that works for, at uh-huh. least for me and Frank, is uh, because we all have our daily grinds, you know, we're mm-hmm. not around each other as much as we'd like to be. We just send each other stuff. So, like, I'll send Frankie, like, some mm-hmm. lyric ideas. He'll do the same. Send him a, a melody or a chord progression. And then once once it gets through both of us, then then that's when we bring in cruise control. That's what yeah, we call dancing. Yeah, we call them, we well, call that's what them I call cruise them. control. I yeah. call them cruise control. But yeah. they, uh, we bring them in, and uh, and then then we hash out the composition. But as far as the lyrics and everything, um, me and Frankie just yeah, we write all the lyrics. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We sit either we sit down and we do it if we have the time, or like with some songs, we'll just you know it's just built off of random voice messages and all that stuff like mm-hmm. i got this i got that what's yeah. funny is 1990 actually started um i was in my car mm-hmm. right you were meeting me at the ho- at yeah. my house so we, were, we had a plan to write mm-hmm. that night like we were gonna go right at my house and just me and him and and i called him i was like hey uh come over i'll be home in like 30 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever and he's like okay cool i'll be there like on my way to my house i had a melody and it was like, and I was singing in my head over and over, and I was like, I can't find the words to sing this to. And then I, right as I pulled up to my house, I came up with uh, 1990 was the year that she went pop, because I was like, I was talking about my mom giving birth. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was like, I got out of the car, and I was like, and I sang it to him, like right when I stepped out of the car, he was already there, and he's like, I like it. And I was like, all right, let's write to it. So we grabbed two chairs, we sat out on my lawn, mm-hmm. and I have a nice view from my house. Uh, luckily, uh, my landlord is my coworker. Anyway, but um, so we sat out there and like we just wrote a song about 
like how how we grew up and who we grew up with yeah. like it, w- it was a parent it's a parent song you know it's a parent it's a song appreciating our parents and appreciating our island so we i i, I sang that one line and then we just built like he helped me build the um the verse with about my parents and about who i am and then what's funny is that when it came to his i was helping him build <laughs> that verse yeah. Yeah. about him it like works. you know and it's like we wrote the we wrote the verse for each other basically we wrote the verse for each mm-hmm. other because we can look at it from an outsider's yeah. perspective mm-hmm. and say like hey mm-hmm. uh, like he, he has there's a line in his where it's like uh life by the 10 yeah alterations every now and again yeah. and it's like because he grew up really catholic and his mom's really involved in the church and like mm-hmm. the 10 commandments mm-hmm. and like and, by the 10. and he was an altar boy so yeah. he's an altar Dude. boy so Ooh. he was an altar boy for a while so alterations every now and again that so it's like yeah really that's what frankie cool. meant but when i heard alterations i was just thinking like this dude's talking about like how fat i am and then i was thinking i'm just like well it's, and then again right it's just like the songwriter's mind it's like well he's not wrong i mean <laughs> i guess oh, but yeah my favorite line that we we've wrote that we've written together is um um uh, it's okay to be okay with being lonely Mame. that was what we came up with together and that's like one of my favorite lines we've ever wrote together because we like he and i we grew up with a very public like i don't want to say like w- our family was so close like we would literally our families would get together every weekend mm-hmm. we would, everything was together 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 so i wouldn't say public but a very this um, was always it's always been surrounded by by people yeah like family or you know family friends. or not or friends yeah. yeah so we're always surrounded by people but like we were always the type that we're like let's get a guitar and like go to the corner or you know mm-hmm. like or uh whenever we have time and some like people are doing something we're just gonna play guitar and like hang out and yeah you know sing songs so like we would always have we had our our well i personally had my i have my um very public personality mm-hmm. but i also have my i'm in my room like mm-hmm. locking my door for five hours and which like, i think writing is where like and... our creativity really really comes out yeah really. and i was also going through like a period in my life when i remember when we were writing that where just i remember reading something where it's like get used to being alone you know not not so much as like not having anybody but get, get used to being by yourself yeah. Yeah. you know alone used, not yeah. lonely not yeah. lonely exactly you know? Of course, we have to say that just because yeah. it matches. It matches the lyrics. I yeah. said lonely because it matches what, the. What, uh, I remember when I first hear about that line, it's just being okay because it's fun when everyone's there. Yeah. But I think it's good to also be cool with being by yourself. Yeah, you, you know? have to be. Yeah. So like, it's yeah. kind of like we're we're we were talking to ourselves. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna be, we're gonna be public people because we're in a band. We play in a band. We're in front of people. We are the show. Yeah. You know, essentially. But we also got to be okay with the fact that being by yourself is is okay you know yeah, like i mean personally speaking being like uh not the real like social kid in high school i was i never liked that i never liked being alone so i was always trying to be like in a group whether mm-hmm. that meant being with like the, the dumb ones or being with like the rockers it didn't matter and now we to... know how uh john feels about his friends <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you know so it's, it's like I, that's hey like, guys i told oh, hey guys, guys sorry no, oh shout out to all my friends i shout love out the fact to my that loser friends out, oh, yeah, hell yeah so it's like i think so so, um, so I always I was I never liked being alone. I never liked mm-hmm. being alone or mm-hmm. being without anybody, you know. But then just same uh, here. Just gro- just growing up, just knowing that, or yeah, I, I was just listening to a lot of you know podcasts and stuff like that, that. You know, it's it. You should learn to at least be you know good with being by yourself. So that's one thing that you know that I always thought every time I hear that, you know, every time I read that line, I guess. Yeah, I mean, for this for me, it was like in high school, I was. I was I was a jock like I love sports mm-hmm. and I love being on a team 
like I loved it and and I loved being I loved having a guitar and playing and singing like I I love that part but you know like when you're like us like we're we're also very emotional people mm-hmm. like we were our we were like musicians people don't realize that when you write original music you wear your heart on your sleeve mm-hmm. and f- for everyone to judge you mm-hmm. yeah and for us that you know that's hard for me like i i yeah, hate no, sure. i hate being hated because i do so much to try to, to make liked. people happy and yeah. be liked and mm-hmm. i and for me make people happy like to a fault almost my girlfriend always says it it's like it's to a fault where I try to make so many people happy that I forget like right yeah you know so like for me with 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 songwriting it's like I finally like I think in the last album or two I finally realized like it's okay to write what I think I want to write you know yeah you know instead of writing things stop living for other people you know and and this album is like finally the culmination where I was like where we were all kind of like, this is, ex- that's why we called it Identity. The album was going to be called Identity. Yeah. And, and uh, it's really a, a, a coming to terms with the fact that this is us as a band. Finally. Yes. Finally, like reaching, not reaching like a peak, but mm-hmm. reaching a certain, um, uh, actually reaching certainty, mm-hmm. you know, in who we are as a band. And, and this is like the most, um, if I could say, uh what word am I looking for? It's the most authentic, the the John Dang show you'll ever get. Nice. Now, adding to what you you're know? saying about being a, a musician and stuff, it was also the fact that we're in this this I guess this career choice where it's mm-hmm. all based off of people liking. Yeah. It. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. not one. It's not a nine to five where you can come in and who cares if nobody likes you as long as you do your job. You know. Yeah. But when you're a musician or anybody any artist anybody who's um who's who's chosen the lifestyle to like entertain and bring happiness and joy to people like that it's all based mm-hmm. as long as somebody likes you mm-hmm. so to have that every time you every time you write where it's like i don't know if anyone's gonna like this yeah. this could be the last but you know what also by taking some of those risks you become you become more human more relatable yeah, yeah. exactly you know? exactly you know for, i think for us it, it became that it was like People started liking songs that we didn't even think. Like, of course, we get the um, you know the seventy five percent that are like, "Oh, Easy Fuse is my favorite song." Oh, dude, can you, you play know, current? Did you guys play right. current? Yet? Play current? You Could know, you play it again? Yeah. Running away, bro. Like, you know, like those are the those are those songs. But then you all, like we've been getting it more recently. It's like, dude, I love voices. Like, I love. I love inner space, and I'm like, really, dude. Like, DDP is my jam. Yeah, like, like huh? <laughs> oh really? man, I forgot that okay. song was on the album. I you think know? My, my favorite was. Into the night, into the night, my man. Into the night is my favorite out of that. Uh, I mean, the other ones were because, of course, you have your top. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. You, you also have to like look at the the, the other jams that, that are in the album because each and every yeah. song builds. Yeah. Is, I mean, if is you're a real album. fan, you're going to like. I I I love singles like that people mm-hmm. put out. Um, but when I dive into albums, like that's where I really find like the true mm-hmm. true artistry of, yeah. the, of the artist, you know, and it's. I mean, for us, it's like well, we've been getting more of that lately, and we're like, dude, and our fan base is growing, but at the same time, they're growing more educated to, hmm. I guess, like what yeah. we are capable of. Or it's getting harder and harder to bullshit people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're running out. We're yeah. running out. All right, so guys, we are halfway in the podcast. Now it's time to do rapid fire. Sure. Time now for rapid fire. You go to gig drink. Jack and Diet. Oh, my turn? Yeah. Oh, Jameson on the Rocks with 11. That one's easy. You can tell who's the real. (laughs) (laughs) I I only know that because Frankie ordered that for me. Hey, man, don't worry. I'm I'm like the similar. I'm Jaeger on the Rocks with Lemon. Jaeger on the Rocks? I've never heard that. 
Dude, well, I actually just recently started doing it on the rocks, but I usually just had it neat. But I started putting ice in it, and it's I love it. I like it because Jaeger, it's an herbal, so it, mm. it helps with the mm. with the voice and stuff. Oh, John, it helps with the throat. Oh, learning, yeah, learning something that. new every day. Mm-hmm. I know what to do now. <laughs> That's your go-to. All right. I'm going uh, yeah, to bring uh, Jaeger the next time you come over. Okay. <laughs> Please do. Excited. All right, question number two. Um, you guys have been gigging forever, yeah, and you guys are awesome. Now. What's one thing? What's that one thing that annoys you the most that the fans or people oh. at the gig always bring up or always ask for? Oh. John, go ahead. You're first. The most annoying thing. The that most the fan- annoying. It's that one oh. thing that even if your friend is asking, you're like, oh my god, really? Okay. All right. And this is no no hate whatsoever. <laughs> it's a podcast. Mm. It's no out. hate whatsoever. It's, it's coming out. out. But on, honestly, what's the tea, man? Honestly, so it's 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 actually down to it's two. It's two. two. Okay, Every go. time I hear them, I'm just like. So it's 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 actually one of them is one of ours. It's easy for you. When every time somebody asks that, I'm just like, okay. It's playing easy. And then two is his dad's song, Inner Voices. Somebody always shouts that from the back of the room, and that immediately becomes the person I I hope they have a flat tire on. (laughs) Even if it's somebody I know, all you hear. Actually, no. uh, I will rebut. Um, because you've enjoyed Easy For You more now the way we play it now than we used to well that's ha! because I've had to Ooh. learn to like it but at the time it was where it's and because it's, it's so easy guys that's why <laughs> and that's why every time you know it's just like every time somebody asks it, it's like I look back at Paulo and, and it's just me and Paulo really Danton goes wherever Frankie doesn't mind singing it but every time I look at Paulo I'm just like here we go yeah. again right okay. and, and then Again and then so and then inner voices too because we'll be playing and then somebody in you know at the end of the broadcast be like inner voices and I'm just like damn it <laughs> all right <laughs> it's like the equivalent That's, of them shouting free bird and then, Frank, and then Frank, he <laughs> likes to look at me and he's just like come on bro they ask and I like to look at him and just be like come on bro we don't have to listen <laughs> <laughs> his face is like come on bro I don't give a fuck like, when did we start doing that and at the same time you're like aren't we trying to stay likable yeah, exactly. but you know at the same time it's just like hey you know people are here I have I have one and I'm like I'm usually like the easiest going of the band in terms of mm-hmm. things that happen at gigs like John knows like people do people okay I have two uh, no I wouldn't okay I wouldn't consider this uh, like a real bad one but like people hit my mic stand and it fucking hits my face. Oh, Ooh. that's the most. Dude, oh, yeah. And that shit annoys me because they dance in front of mm-hmm. me, you know. Like and that shit. Oh, I mean that stuff really like gets me because I like hits my teeth. Yeah. And, and I'm like a stickler about my <clears throat> teeth. Like I take care of my teeth. Mm-hmm. Man. I had braces for four Do years. Do it the wrong <laughs> way. For the right reason. Do it the wrong you know way I mean? and chip it. Oh. But yeah. So that's what that's that's a smaller thing. But the one thing I genuinely hate at gigs. I genuinely hate. Besides it's, when they call you John. Uh, yeah. That, that's already, we already He's gotten about used it. to that. By but, now. Um, so John knows the musician's code when it comes to like someone's gig. Mm-hmm. Is you never ask them to play at their gig. Like I would, if, if say for example, you two were having a gig. Oh, and they want, never go you want to go up and play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll yeah. never say that. That's like the musician's code. It's kind of yeah. Exactly. So exactly. my biggest pet peeve is someone's like, hey man, come on, dude. Let me just jam one song. Oh, and is it usually another musician? Mm. Yeah. So, like, I've had, there's been great ones. Like, don't get me wrong. There have been guys that yeah. come up and, like, tore it up. And, like, you're like, oh, shit, cool. But there have been ones where it was a train wreck, and I had to be a part of the train wreck. Oh, man. For example, we had a gig at um, I got, one, of I got one, too, we, when you're done. one of the places we play at. Um, and a guy came up to me, and I know him. Like, I've known him for a long time. Cool dude. 
And he goes, dude, can I, can I drum? And I was like, <sighs> I look back at Paulo, I was like, he's like, and he's like, is it good? Like, can you do it? I was like, yeah, I've heard him drum before. This is all done non-verbally, just all with the eyes. And I was, yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I, he's good. Like, I've, I've heard him drum before, you know? Paulo's like, yeah, I've yeah, heard okay, him cool. drum too. Fuck yeah. So Paulo gets off and he jumps on the drums and we play like a simple reggae song. We try to keep it simple because we have no idea how drunk he is or what. Mm-hmm. Oh. How long it's been since he's played. Exactly. So we play Sweet Darling, right? It's just boom. Right? Just simple. And it was an absolute train wreck. Frankie's uh-huh. beatboxing I, was better than how it was being bro, played what? last night. Yeah. I like, I was, I, my ears started turning red. I was trying oh, not to get man. upset. And I just tried to laugh. And, and it's not like it's a dead night either. No, I mean, it was packed, bro. Oh. But see, I took that one. I was like, that is my fault. I told Paula, I was like, bro, I'm sorry. Oh, man. I told these guys, like, I'm sorry. Like, that'll never happen again. So I've been a little bit more of a stickler since then. Um, and, yeah, that's my biggest. I mean, because if somebody asked me to jam, mm-hmm. cool, bro. Let's do it. You know, mm-hmm. like, I can try, you know. Whatever. Which is actually my pet peeve because uh, uh, Chauncey, the, uh, our manager slash the other guy that I play in another band with, he's always asking for And they always do it to each other. But that stuff personally <laughs> annoys me because I'm like, this isn't his j- That's not When they ask you to come up. Yeah, when somebody mm-hmm. asks you to come up and dance, like, dude, this isn't his gig. You know, yeah, this is. You know, relax. If, if yeah, it's enjoy. like, it's like, I know that it's Frank. And of course, right, nothing ever happens because it's frankie but every time somebody asks them ask another musician to come up it's just like dude this isn't they came here to relax mm-hmm. and to see us play. yeah unless you know? you're playing the card together like if you guys are doing like a, yeah, a like, concert together right. or a, mm-hmm. a build together then and you know you jump on stage it builds it builds the hype for the show mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like, and, it, and it shows like some kind of camaraderie you know and yeah, collaboration but getting, getting back to, to my story there was this one time where i was playing a, a gig this wasn't with dang show but it had to do with calling somebody up we have no idea if they're gonna be any good we uh we were at abandoned ship and we were playing and this one girl it's always a girl that comes up and says she knows how to sing oh, you should oh, never oh, let oh. her sing if somebody walks up to you, <laughs> oh. it doesn't matter it's anything <laughs> a drum if a drummer comes up to you and tells you yeah bro i know how to drum or if a guitar player yeah bro i've been playing guitar for this, uh, this many years don't trust them if anything tell them that your equipment's broken lie right. to them if you have unless to. you've heard them before and that's where unless i went wrong them before. Oh, but, man. Heard them before so this one girl comes in and she's talking and she's talking to dancing and dancing sit, and she's like you know i can sing you guys, can you guys, uh, can you guys play a, a oh, song? Man. And I'm, you know, ch- looking at Danton. And I don't think we. I'm just like, no, don't do it, don't do <laughs> it, Danton. Don't do it. And Danton's just like, nah, come on up. And I'm just like, damn it. Okay, here we go. And I'm just like, let's see. Maybe, maybe she You're wants like, to play. Wait, let me guess. Did you play Valerie Sunday morning? Or? Oh, worse, worse. Oh, no. This Alicia Keys. To, no, this oh, chick yeah. wants to come up and sing and sing thinking about you. The what? Frank Ocean song in the original key what? too. Yeah, so I'm listening. Yeah, so I'm listening to oh. this this girl, oh, no. and it's literally. I mean, I'm looking at and the entire time I'm looking at dancing, almost just like see what you've done. Yeah, <laughs> she's playing it. I don't know the song, so I'm messing it up, and dancing's messing up too because none of us. Uh, I'm, I'm just like, you remember this? You remember? Come on, come on, come on. Remember? What's up? No, come on. You you want to fight? You want to fight? You want to fight? Oh man, let's get through this song. Okay. Well, this has been the longest rapid fire out. We still got one more. It's good. So one more. We've talked about some of your most hated, uh, you know, whether it's things people do at the gigs or just songs you dread. What are some of the best ones? Like the songs that you've done and the best things that have happened at gigs. Best thing to happen at a gig or best. How about like best gig? Yeah, let's do that. There you go. Go for it. What would you do? Oh, you're first, remember? 
Oh, my first to get my best first gig. No, best not for not best first gig, just best gig. Be- best gig. Oh man, there's there's a lot. Uh, but if I could think off the top of my head, it's our first tour when we played at Winston's, this bar in uh, San Diego. Is that where yeah, it is? San Diego. Yeah, and it was great because that was <laughs> that was pretty wild. That was it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, just the stories that that came from that one gig and just meeting everybody there and. It, yeah, that was probably like my favorite. I think my my favorite gig ever was playing uh, right before the Expendables. Um, last, nice. yeah. last year, right? Yeah, was that last year. Yeah. yeah, playing right before the Expendables was probably my favorite. The only reason I say that is because that was probably the most people at one venue or one event that sang our songs. The most people at what? one time. Wow. Yeah, the Expendables, like it was the people did the like the whole cell phone lighter cell phone flashlight thing. Like oh. it was it was epic. It was nuts. That was nuts. And then and like the whole crowd sang Easy for You, which was crazy. Um and current. So it's like that was probably like for me that was a really big that was a big feeling. Like that that felt awesome. That was probably my favorite gig ever. And I got um, like take your shirt off kind of drunk. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I got take your shirt off yeah. kind of drunk, you um, know. And I never do that. <laughs> so that's how you know it was great. <laughs> I have some insecurities when I'm in bulking season. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. So, uh, was it, you know, for the winter. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, winter on Guam. Yeah, exactly. You know, it happens, man. You got to prepare. Tour in the winter, so I got to, you know. I got to, yes. yeah, ready for that one. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. The Expendable show is probably my favorite ever. All right. Well, that pretty much concludes Rapid Fire. Guys, we're back to it. Um, so, we talked about the past. We talked about the the, the origin we got into rapid fire, and then now we're we're at a part where we talk about what you know what what's happening with the John Dank show. We're gonna yeah. get into the tour, and then mm-hmm. get into the album, and talk about what's the future for um, John Dank. So, um, well, uh, mo seems to be the same. Just gonna keep writing and uh, producing music, and trying and trying to tour, pretty much, and get it out there. And that's, I mean, personally speaking, I'd love to be able to just support myself and buy a house off of just doing this, you know? So that's, yeah, that's the goal. you know, so that's been the goal since, since day one. And I've gotten the farthest, the farthest with, uh, with these guys, you know, I plan to take it all the way. So, yeah. So let's talk <laughs> about, uh, let's talk about, uh, the new album that yeah. that's coming out. Um, so the new album is a six song EP. Nice. Um, uh, running Away's on it though. We have we've never printed that uh, or put it on like a product. Excuse me. It was all digital. So Running Away's re- was remastered for this album uh, and remixed. So it's gonna be the same song. It's just gonna sound a little bit different. Um, and then we got five new tracks, four new tracks, inclusive of uh, 1990. It's gonna be out. I think we're looking target date is um, the first week of November. All right. So. Either, either the first week of November or the last That's week, week of, of October. October. Yeah, we're yeah. kind of shooting in between that. Uh, it depends on it all depends on uh, production time for the album. So we're right, right around there. Um, we're gonna release one more single. Um, I believe on October eighteenth. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's called Dab uh, D A B. There's periods in between. But we'll never tell what the word actually means. No, it's going to be like, well, you know, John Dank, they got right. a song called Dab. Right. Right. We're just going to keep going with this Won't one. Won't be long you before can there's assume. a... We can, be, assume we can assume all you like. Won't be long like, before man. there's a B-U-D. Yeah. Won't be long before the there's B-U-D. any... <laughs> Won't be long before there's anything the like that. The second album was B-U-D-S. And then the next one's going to be Homies. Homies, yes. C-R-O on... C-R-O on... Anyway, but yeah, so it's... 
it's called dab and um it has nothing to do with marijuana i'm just throwing that out there uh but yeah it's uh it's our it's a little more edgy 1990s a little happier it's a little mm. we 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 like if we started talking about it when we we're looking at the single we had an art we genuinely had a, a very heated discussion artist confrontation um creative differences sure uh, yeah. creative tension about what the single should have been um John thought that the sing- the one that we're about to put out should have been the single, the first single. I was on the fence about both. Dancing. I feel like I still saw some uh, some uh, bitterness in his face. <laughs> what do you, brother? He's no, the beauty my, is that that's just that. my resting face. Yeah, yeah. The beauty Full is that we got some RBF. <laughs> we came to we came to a conclusion in that we were we had reason behind it. You know what I mean? There was reasoning that we all understood. Didn't all like we didn't all agree with everything, but that's part of being in a band, yeah. you know and Sometimes majority rules. <laughs> yeah, which but, made which made me totally rethink the whole decision making <laughs> process because it made me think. Four of it us, was bro. during this. It was during this whole thing where we're trying to discuss it, and I was bringing out points. It was like a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> oh. Why we should not? Right. Why we should? Why we should do something else besides this? Still ended up being 1990, and I'm just like, what's the point of bringing points if what we're gonna do is put it to majority vote? But you know, like Frankie, sometimes if like honestly, if if that's if it wasn't like that in some situations, we'd just be. What is it? What's the paralysis by analysis? We just be too busy thinking about it to get anything done. Yeah, really. Right. Exactly. So some some one of us is mostly Frank. You got to be the one to pull the trigger sometimes on stuff. And I mean, it's not like it's the last song, mm-hmm. the last album we're ever going to do. Right. So put it out there. Let what everybody I, hear. I feel it. like what I'm good at though, like and John John like has told me before, like what I'm I feel like I'm good at with with making decisions like that is that I don't only think as a musician. Like and sometimes that's hard for a musician to for a musician to that. separate yourself from. Right. Because if I thought musicianship, like we have a song called "I Can't Wait" and I I think that's the best song on the album. Like and Brandon from A Long Drive Home's mm. on it and it's different. Oh, it's dude, he yeah. kills it. Yeah, he and, totally kills. And it. Calling like, them out again. We're still waiting on them. That was one song for sure. We couldn't make the single because yeah. then for sure he would wipe the floor with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, like personally, I was like, that's the best song on the album. That should be a single. But then I had to think, like, okay, uh, consumer-wise, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Business, the business side, I I handle right. mostly, and like when I started thinking about it, I'm like, well, why is "Easy for You" everybody's favorite song? Why is "Current" everybody's favorite song? It's because that demographic that's listen that that are mm-hmm. listening to us like that style, mm-hmm. and that's the style that they like from right. us. So I started which separating gets people to argue. Which, get, which and, which gets us and for me, I, like my biggest point when I was explaining it to the guys, I was like, guys, if we release 1990, people will start listening to it, and people are gonna love it, and like we have to be confident that people love it. They're gonna dig deeper because they're gonna look for something else mm-hmm. to listen to on the album. When mm-hmm. we release the album, they're gonna be like, okay, I know 1990. Let me listen to something else. Yeah. Right. As opposed to putting one song out that isn't as a, like right. consumer attractive, mm-hmm. and saying. They find, 19, no then they find yeah. 1990 and yeah. then they're like, not going to listen. Yeah, there's, there, right. there has to be a line between the songs you release because, you know, because like what Frankie said, they're, you know, they're consumer friendly and the songs that are just playing to your musician ego. Yeah. You know? it, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. Dude, I Can't Wait is like our musician song. There's like 45 breaks in it. There's like a bunch of different things going on and like, we good luck love it. That's my favorite song sober. to play live. <laughs> good, <laughs> good luck playing that not sober is yeah. how hard that yeah. song is. Dude. Every time we do it, I'm just like, I have to pep talk myself before the solo. Yeah. Oh. I'm just like, you wrote this. You can do this. All right. It's not like somebody did this and you don't know how you to do it. You were going to put it together. Yeah, I'm like, you put this together. I, yeah, when, so. Even when I sing it, I have to think about the, 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 the lines and like not because I'm not going mm. to memorize it. 
but because I have to deliver it. Yeah, like, which is exactly yeah. hard, dude. And when I sing Brandon's part, I'm like, yeah, which ties back into like why. So that's that's the whole reason why I I didn't like playing easy for you first, and then why I sort of grew into playing uh, accepting, accepting that we play it, it more word, yeah. is uh, because at the time I'm just like, dude, I'm I'm. A, a better guitar player than on that song Paulo's a better drummer oh, Frankie's better a better singer mm-hmm. we do so much more technically better on any other song and every time I play easier for you it's just like I'm getting right back to white belt <laughs> level you know it's just like I, I already progressed all this way but I remember again thinking about what Frankie was saying about you know it's it's something that everybody likes right and, and that's not but it's you know, also it's also like for, for us like when we when we also talk about it it's also like dude that could, that song could mean something to someone else Maybe that it doesn't that may not doesn't mean to us. Right. It might mean just absolute you know? shit to us, but to somebody it's like, bro, that got That song is completely it's completely you know? uh sarcastic. The whole song is sarcasm. It is funny though when people say people this. Like, this that's like my, my wedding chick, song. Blah, blah, that's, blah, blah, that's for like, my shit. Uh, oh. <laughs> that song is about being sarcastic with your girlfriend <laughs> yes. and getting a backhand or like uh, like look that you don't deserve. Yeah. Oh, no. no, like you, know, you, ever, you ever told your girlfriend easy for you to say? You know what you're going to get? You're going to get <laughs> absolutely You're going to get shit like, coming like, back at you. Yeah, like and I, I, and I, I totally understand it. Like I... I'm the same way. Like when something's too easy, I get bored and I, you know, I... Yeah. It's just... But we had to, like, that's why the musicianship part does come in and we have to change things up and make it fun for us. Yeah, so, so. I mean, so it's almost, I've noticed that with, with everything that we've released, there's always been those, there's been those songs that, you know, that are, uh, that everybody likes to listen to and everybody, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't mind hearing. But then there are those bangers that we like to play mm-hmm. secretly, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, um, for instance, play, playing my part doesn't get uh, as much airplay as, for instance, as current. a current, yeah. but damn, dude, playing uh, playing playing my part is so much more fun yeah like when, we, when we play and, uh, and see the oh perfect example is playing my part was the first single ever of all our songs mm-hmm. I, I think uh playing my part two was the first song I, I i first heard from you guys because you guys jammed it on live local fridays right and it's yeah so like that was our single and it wasn't as consumer friendly as current yeah as current. And current wasn't even the single yeah you know? current wasn't even the single and playing my part was a single and we thought like that was our musicianship like kind of the, uh, yeah the ego that was just that like, was us saying no yeah. this is a good song it shows who we are yeah. it shows what we can play it shows like it has a catchy melody but it's also like it shows it's technical you know technical, it shows but, what we can do but it wasn't the best song to be a single and we know we mm-hmm. learned from that you know yeah. we're you know like that's why easy for you bro easy for you was the last song we wrote for the album we literally finished all 10 tracks before we wrote easy for you yeah we wrote it right before like we started tracking uh the first song and it's like all those other songs were done finished polished easy for you was the last song we wrote and it was the first song we released so it's yeah. like huh. we learn like we learned from the first album to the second and we knew that easy for you was going to be the really yeah. catchy yeah. simple and yeah like, and also like getting like when we were t- like when i was talking about uh like how much I, I didn't like playing it um i got some good insight from rj when he was producing our album where it's because i asked him you know i was like um when four piece plays how do you guys get over playing the same songs all the time you know and they're mm-hmm. always touring they're always how, mm-hmm. how do you get over it and his response was because there's some people in there who've never heard it so mm-hmm. you have to play True. it for people yeah. who don't who've yeah. never heard as it. if the audience does yeah. not know it's like you're stuff. it's like i and he's like i get what you what you guys are doing you're playing for the musicians in the audience you're playing mm-hmm. for people who know what yep. you're doing you mm-hmm. know but when it comes to songs like that, some people don't care about stuff like that. You know, we have fans majority. that couldn't care about the kind of gear that we used or what chords we play. They just right. love the song. Mm-hmm. So whenever we play that, it's more for them yeah. than for us. Exactly. You know? That's so, the biggest, that's the easiest way to do it. I had to learn that. I didn't always think that way. To me, it was more like, uh, 
why does everyone here easy for you we shouldn't play it because then they're gonna get like too hooked on it and not worry about the other stuff people have to know what the real stuff is mm -hmm. and everything but yeah know. we had an argument at one of our rehearsals like a legit argument like we don't fight like our band is really good about solving problems but we really argued about like i was like no we have to play easy for you and and him and paula were like no we don't like we don't have to play it but i was like that and it came back to the fact that i was like but that's what people love mm -hmm. yeah like you like and it's not that we're just pleasing people but we you have to pleasing people you know like, like i said we're, we're th this is the the lifestyle everything yeah. people have to like what we're doing you know and I, now we don't argue about that anymore like we're all kind of like everybody kind of gets it like if you want people yeah play, no play, and it's and, and plus it's like even even if it is like even if it's still a song that everybody hates in the end it's like down to five minutes of your time bro. Yeah. yeah just bite it yeah. and just get yeah. through it you know it's like and thankfully I, we don't write any like 14 minute <laughs> and i think that's something that we also really got off of joe guam when we had him on for the podcast is you know it in the end it doesn't matter what i want you know it's i'm here to serve the crowd yeah, you know tell service. me yeah exactly yeah. it's how is how can i best be of service to you so it, at the end it's for him he said you know it's a putting your own ego aside and just what can i do to best make to make this event enjoyable for mm -hmm. you you know mm -hmm. because like you said it could be someone's first time really hearing you guys i mean it's all i think it's compromised you know like there there are going to be moments where we want to show off like, yeah we want to show off musicianship right. and we mm -hmm. want to like course. anything it's in it like in anything like even your job there are moments where you know, there are days you where you don't want to do stuff, shit you want to show but there are some yeah. days where you're like i'm gonna fucking kill this today right like, mm -hmm. you know and, and those are the days you get up and you're like for us as musicians there are moments in the gig where i'm like bro show kill off. it like, you know tell john yeah. dude rip this shit you know yeah. show like there are those it. moments but there are moments where we're not going to be completely happy with the song choice but like we we wrote it looking at you that, that's my that's my thing is like i've always that i've lived by that is that and he knows it to a to a fault sometimes where i'm like it's our song yeah own it and mm -hmm. people like, love I it yeah. like, I, and, and you know like for me that's that's my take on it is that like yeah you we're all playing it i'm singing it you know john's singing it it's like we we are saying the same words literally yeah on replay like the song anyway yeah but yeah you know and it's like we wrote it we, it's we ours. Own it. It's you know, ours. In the end, I mean, we yeah. can. It's like even if we hate it, it's still ours, it's and still people ours. still want to want to hear it. There's so well, yeah. there are moments where I like playing it. Yeah. yeah, there are days where I'm like, I love playing. Something. There are it's moments, like, there are moments where I like playing easy for you. There are moments where I don't mind it as much. <laughs> you know, but it. it but even the then, you'll get if, if anything, it's it's uh like I'll I'll always find a way. So if if I'm ever in a situation where I don't really care for, it, I'm I'm the last person to ever like really speak up because I'll find a way to like enjoy it. So mm -hmm. like with easy for you, I'll just my 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 mindset every time I play it. I'm like, well, I'll just get better at playing easy for you now. You the go. more I play it, you know, it's yeah. like now yeah. it's like I'll just get better at doing it, you know. And then um, another thing that I, I think also takes away the monotony for us when we play all these different songs is that our transitions are always different. Yeah. That's what always, songs. I think, brings the... That's what always makes it interesting for us as a band. Because, yes, we all know that we play the same songs. So that's why for, like, for Easy For You, we did um, one with Ryan Shook, the one from the album, and one with uh, Ryan Bustamante for the Acoustic Attack mm -hmm. version. The other, the Acoustic Attack version's different as far as the intro. Tempo, it's actually, uh, yeah, with the exception of the lyrics, everything is pretty much different. And that's just so that we can have fun still playing And it, recording you know? it. Yeah. Because we, we recorded that with RJ after, and like we had to say, like, okay, we're not going to play it the same way. Everybody knows it that way, you know. So we have to do it where we can have more fun with it and record it, and it's more fun recording it. 
Um, but yeah, like it's. I, like, I love Easy for You, bro. It's it's, it, it's, it's honestly, not a bad jam. Yeah, honestly, honestly, made us as a band. I think though, it was the biggest song we've ever had, for up to where we are. I think yeah. it 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 was the. And you can't most consumer friendly song we've ever written mm-hmm. that people still listen to, yeah. and that is it's four years old or three years old. Yeah, three years old. Yeah, it's some, you know, and yeah. it, like it still gets the most streams on our Spotify. Yeah, like, and I mean when it gets know? down to it, we, that's what we want. You know, yeah. it might not every. We, it's we like want iration and falling. You know, I, f- mm-hmm. I feel like iration would be like mm-hmm. oh, I need that song. <laughs> like, yeah. Everybody loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that was their hit song. Yeah, that was like everybody knew them for that. And I'm one. I'm I'm that fan because that's know? like the only album I really listen to. Like, <laughs> you, I, w- I would ask for to play falling. Yeah, but, it's, you know, and I'm pretty sure like every band, band. every I mean, band. I, I like to think like one of my favorite artists is uh is John Mayer. I can't think how many times that dude has mm. to play Gravity right? every single Gravity. Night. Yeah. yeah, and and here I am complaining. You know, yeah. so, whatever. Yeah, like. All right, John. Yeah. You're bored of your own song. Right, we so, get uh, it. But, you know, it's like... That's yeah, it happens, man. I mean, any musician will probably tell you the same thing. That's why... And you know what? And that's the problem. That's where it comes down to, though. If you're a cover musician, mm-hmm. you don't have to do that. Like, if you're in a cover band, you don't have, you to, don't play have to play right. that same song yeah. a thousand times. But if you're an original band, right. that's your song. That's your music, mm-hmm. yeah. It's your music, you got to own that. Yeah. You know, and as a cover band, like it would be so much easier to be like, "Fuck that song, let's let's learn another one." Yeah, and there, and, and we you know, know, we 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 we're we're fans of bands that we know songs that they don't even play anymore. Yeah. You know, like they don't even play in their live shows anymore. But you know, it, it doesn't change the fact that I'm pretty sure there's some shows that aren't on YouTube or aren't recorded or something yeah. where they have those songs. You know, so it's exactly. I mean, yeah. we've written, we've recorded. Um, six. This one's six. Plus the 11, 17, plus 5, right? 22 songs. Or 22 songs. original, original songs. songs. Yeah. And we have like another... Which we all play better. So much yeah, better now. Better. We play them so much better now. But it's like, you know, we have that many songs and we have like... That's two and a half sets worth of music. Right. We can literally uh-huh. play all of our songs at a gig. And yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. Nice. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, like three set gig. We yeah. can get away with playing yeah. only our songs. Which is considering the fact that most shows in the States are usually like, what, an hour? We right. have enough for Unless a full... Yeah. hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, we have enough for a full show of just original stuff. But yeah. I mean, you know, that's what it comes down to. It's like... We don't really play uh, Turn It Down anymore. Like, we don't play... Um, we don't uh, play Headline Burn. anymore. We don't play Headline as much. We don't play DDP. We don't play Voices. Like, we, we have these songs that we know we're, like, we can slam. Mm-hmm. Like, we can, like, ball out and, like, be good at it and, and make people like it. But mm-hmm. we're just, like, it's just not who we are. Yeah, so, and sometimes it just doesn't fit the vibe on a right. certain night, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, there, there are nights where... We rock out. Yeah, where the crowd totally digs that. You know, if, if it's if it's not loud enough, then it's you know then the the, the vibe isn't the same. Yeah, but, but there's the you know, reggae nights where yeah, we, where everybody for some reason I'm always too loud on those reggae nights. Shout out to Chauncey, and it's always me. I don't see how it's just always <laughs> me. But you know, uh, yeah, it's just sometimes it just doesn't fit as long as the I vibe. Can hear my my voice, I'm good, dude. Like my guitar, I know you. You could fill all that space. I'm good. Oh, it's even worse when I can't even hear my own guitar, dude. <laughs> And then Chance Shout out to Chauncey. Chauncey's looking at me like I'm the asshole because I keep because you know it keeps getting louder and I always see this look on Chauncey's face because so if, if I can't hear myself I'm not trying to be an asshole I'm turning it up because I can't hear myself and if I can't hear myself then these guys can't hear me and then you know we're just lost as far as organization but or you'll mess up yeah but 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 um 
<laughs> that's also sometimes that's it's 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 not what what I'm hearing on stage sometimes isn't what the crowd is hearing. Sometimes mm-hmm. what I need on stage, even that little bit, is too much for for the audience, right? So I'm just up here with muscle memory sometimes, but sometimes that doesn't cut it. So I turn it up, and then Chauncey looks at me, and I know he's he has this is this, John yelling. He has this, <laughs> John's yelling. Chauncey has this look where he looks at me, he's just like, I just turned you down. How the hell are you turning yourself back up? How are you doing this? <laughs> Sound mixing, Sabotage. bro. So Chauncey keeps. Sabotage. Chauncey likes to say that our song "Turn It Down" is always about him. And how we're always telling him to tell, not to tell me to turn I was it like, down. It's not cool, guys. You even wrote a song about me, yeah. right? Yeah. What is this? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, guys, um, we talked about a lot of things, cool things. We talked about how you know um, the whole process of you guys, the, the whole thing about you know getting tired of songs, but at the same time you, you you're getting to love it and to share it. We talked about the gigs, and we got into uh, the whole tour, the touring. You guys toured uh, uh, years back, but then now you guys are going on another tour. Let's talk about that tour. Yeah. Because this is an awesome tour. I saw it's the crazy, IG man. post, and I was just like, what? It, yeah, dude. What? It warranted enough awesome. to be my first IG post. Yeah, uh, everybody know I've only been a stories guy, but that was the first one I yeah, thought. Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. <laughs> uh, we, we're doing a 12-show tour with uh, Eric Rockmani from Revolution. Oh, my God. Dude. An acoustic tour. So it's an acoustic tour, but... Right now we're booking shows, uh, full band as well. Uh, we might do a second run in January with uh, Tomorrow's Bad Seeds. Wow. We haven't announced that, but I just said it, so. Oh, it's okay. The podcast is gonna come out later. I was gonna. No, I was looking at them, I was like, are we, are we supposed to say it? No. Oh. <laughs> we're looking at touring with them as well. So they're they're huge in the West Coast, and um, yeah, we're trying to stay out there for at least like two and a half months. When are you guys gonna be going out there? Uh, we leave Guam on November twenty fifth, tentatively. That's what we're looking at. Okay. Um. So the the week of Thanksgiving. Um, mm. And uh, so we can still be skinny by the time we get out there. Yeah. If we leave after Thanksgiving, we're not going to be yeah, the I put best. On five pounds, just yeah, on exa- Thanksgiving. just on Thanksgiving yeah. alone. You know, so we're doing this mo- mostly for the health of the band. Yeah, so we're we're doing like we we're doing East and West Coast. Uh, the tour starts on in Denver. Uh, we fly into LA. We do one show at Tomorrow's Bad Seeds, hopefully in LA, and then we fly to Denver on Thanksgiving Day, and then we play uh, the day after Black Friday. Wow! So, yeah, first. on yeah, no, no, yes, 29th. Oh. 29th. December first is, this is in. why I'm just a guitar player. Anyway, anyway yeah, um, <laughs> no. So the, the tour we start in Denver, but we fly immediately to uh, DC, and then we do uh, DC, Virginia Beach. Wow! Annapolis. Wow! You guys Austin. are just varying in temperatures. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's gonna be cold crap. for your boys back. Uh, uh, Boston. Wow. Tell you the, the cool ones are Boston, New York, Philly. So. Yeah. We're playing at Bowery Ballroom in New York, and Billie Eilish just played there. Yeah, um, and John's yeah. there before. Played there. Nice. John, what's yeah. the what's the John uh, Splithoff, right? Yeah, that guy played there like a year ago. So his live performance of that song that's on YouTube, like the really famous one, that's the venue. That's where he played. We're going to some places with some voodoo in there. and then the biggest one out of all of them is the Fillmore in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Bob Marley's played there. Jimmy oh, Hendrix. The Almond Brothers there. have played yeah. there. Dude. Everybody's played there. So is this Chili kinda, Peppers have played there. It's kind of like your I made it moment. Not made it, but this is our our uh, really moment to up. our moment to like get some attention. And this and is also going to be like probably the longest that we've been out. You know, for yeah. for, for for business, not yeah, for pleasure. For right. It's all for business. Uh, but we might be gone from no Thanksgiving all the way till like February, February 9th. 
That's crazy. Wow, that is really long. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the second run starts in January. Wow. With another band. Frankie so, yeah. says we don't fight a lot. I don't know about tour. Yeah. <laughs> we'll back we'll see what tour does. Do coming back and nobody likes each other. Well, <laughs> one thing's for sure is we know that there are going to be a lot of songs after this experience. Yeah, no, <laughs> we I actually coming to the realization because one of my biggest things is man, I got to make sure that we're like we're all set for this tour. Like we're all healthy mm-hmm. and we can do this. But then I realized that, you know, all we've been doing since we were playing music has always been three sets. We're going to only be playing like one when yeah. we go out there. Mm-hmm. So it's as far as set time, it's totally cake. Okay. The, the weather, yeah. I'm not so... I'm not so the, weather's the, the weather's the hard part because yeah. I'm like, I got to be able to sing and it's going to be like 20 degrees. Oh, yeah. and You know, but I mean, there's heaters, but I mean, it's just... It's different for us. We're coming from an island. We've never been... Right. Like, we've never toured in the winter. Like, this is a winter tour. We're gonna be in New York in December. You know what I mean? Holy crap! So dude. it's like, yeah. And then we go. Then we fly after Philly. We go. We fly to back to the West Coast, yep. and, and then, then we, we play. Up. Yeah. Don't we start in Seattle or something? Portland, Portland? Portland, Seattle. Like right after Philly, um, Portland, Seattle, San Fran, uh, Orange County, and then San Diego. Crazy! Wow, yeah. you guys, guys are going all over. My favorite yeah. date coming up, and and we can totally edit this out because it's not for certain yet. But tomorrow's Bad Seeds has like two shows in Canada. Yeah. So I was like, damn. Well, I do some in like BC, like British Columbia, yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm guys. Sure, though. You don't have to edit that out. Fuck it. Okay. Well, yeah, we're we'll keep it. We'll, it's it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's it. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's a lot. Like it's a, it's huge. Like like there are there are names that you can attach to what reggae is in in today's society, and Eric's is like. He's itchy. He band. Is, He's number one. Yeah, dude. Revolution is the biggest reggae band in the world right now like hands down oh yeah you know and it's like for the lead singer to ask like he asked us to tour with him wow. it's insane dude so like we're we're freaking out but we're also like we gotta fucking re- we bring gotta it. like really bring, yeah. it, really deliver. bring it you know and they're, we're gonna get 35 minutes of of people listening to us and we gotta make that 35 minutes worth it yeah you know sure. so but we've been practicing I, I, yeah I no, I'm, I, we've only, we've only and, and that's just the acoustic stuff the full band stuff we'll have no problem with yeah full band is yeah. like that's our cream that's our uh, we're, you know that's, that's our, our peanut butter and jelly I think yeah. that's our but acoustic stuff is gonna be cool cause it's different you know and, and we're gonna be playing for a crowd that loves 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 Cali reggae music like rock reggae so I think that's perfect right yeah there. we're like right there we're like okay let's just drop us in the pool and you know we'll swim with everybody else hopefully you know what I mean and not in the deep end though yeah I'm scared <laughs> so uh, we're at the podcast uh, right, right no, about no, there no really <laughs> of course yeah yeah you know, but I had so no idea that we late, were at the podcast so wait where are we where are we <laughs> uh, we're at that part of the podcast where we just ask you three questions before we close out okay we won't be and we won't be as long winded as before <laughs> yeah we'll keep them short Okay, guys. So just tell, let us know uh, one word to describe yourselves. Ooh, oh, thought, thoughtful, not thoughtless, <laughs> thought, thoughtful, thoughtful. Uh, Frankie's like my current state, and I don't mean <laughs> thoughtful like, hey guys, I was walking through Ross and I thought you should get, I should get this for you, but just like my my lack of of speaking. Well, you wouldn't know now, but in like like in band situations, it's always because I'm I'm always just like thinking about stuff, like how it would work and stuff. Thoughtful. Are you looking at me like that? No, I, <laughs> I, I like your. I appreciate you, Jesus. Um, I think mine would be. Uh, what's a word that? Uh, relentless. Mm. Um, I think that would be my word right now in my life right now. Like be, I think the, for me, I'm like I'm just gonna do whatever it takes to succeed, and 
I'm literally quitting my nine to five when we go on tour and yeah. I think that without a relentless um, work ethic in terms of trying to succeed mm-hmm. yeah then, I've heard, I've heard the same the same thing uh, having a plan B means you're somewhat expecting you're, plan A to, yeah, to, right. to exactly. fail so. so I'm stepping my like I'm, I'm putting both feet in you know and for me like if I'm not relentless about what I'm doing right now or what's gonna happen then I feel like we're bound for failure like I, I that's I, if I don't feel that way then well, you know what? You, we definitely know you guys are obviously working your butts off, yeah. and you're you're about to go on tour. Uh-huh. It's really huge. So, um, man, all your hard work is showing and paying off. Thank you. So, that means a lot, man. We're, we're we can't wait to see what else you guys have planned. Um, what is one thing you have to do before your time is up? Dying. Yes. Oh, oh I thought no. Set why is why is well, there lately people have been that. thinking well, that that we're crowd. talking about the podcast? No, uh, before you die, bucket okay. list. Bucket list, huh? Maybe I should start rewording that question. Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh no, I actually have. Um, mine was uh, I I, I want to be able to buy my parents a house uh, with the proceeds uh, I make from and making thoughtful music. right there. That's, that's but that's been my good friend. <laughs> that's what I want to be able to do. Oh, I'm sorry. I've had years uh, to think about list. that answer. <laughs> bucket list, huh? That's really good, though. I think that, honestly, it's like once I would be able to, oh, I want to be able to help rough. pay off right? whatever my parents don't help have. Help off the people that, you know, that, that brought you up. Or at least have to deal with you while you were going through <laughs> your dream, you know? I feel like an asshole for the answer I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, dude. So selfish. It's okay. Uh, no, your your word wasn't thoughtful, so you can roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he had a lot to I, live up I, I for. Have, yes, exactly. <laughs> I would say, like, this is, and I'm not trying to, like, tether off of your corny um, thing, because <laughs> mine is kind of corny too, but I think, like, bucket list, I want to be a really, really badass dad. Like, oh, I think eventually, good. like, I want to be, like, a badass. Dude, I want to be, this- like, one of those dads that's, like, fucking awesome. Yeah. You know? Like, I want to be a badass dad. Like, well, that's, like, before I die, I want to make sure, like, my kid knows, like, you're in a My band, you're badass. going on tour, you got the whole sleeve going on, you uh, already got it pretty much down geez. there. You but you know, like, I want to be like uh, a good dad, you know? Like, eventually. I'm not going to have any kids in the next couple of years. I was about to ask him, like, wait, did I miss something in the nope. IG? Yeah. Like, nope. Okay, all right. I, yeah, no, we're, we're not pregnant. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. No, we, there, there are still certain foods that we still don't like sharing, so I can't yeah. imagine having to share that with a, with a tiny human being. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> One who doesn't know about like, space bro, and if we go to Rotary and, and you eat my barbecue salmon, uh, I will shit. punch you. Bro. Exactly. I mean, like, if, if we're in a theater and I see a little hand reach into my popcorn, that little hand is not coming back out. You know? I'm going to reach to the bottom and grab that. Yeah, it's just like, don't don't touch don't touch my popcorn. Good question, though, yeah. Yeah, don't touch it. it. I just eventually want to be a good dad. That's oh, really good. Awesome. Bucket list. Yeah. All right. And uh, one more thing before we close out. Give us a fun fact about yourselves. Okay. You can go first. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Now that's the hard one. <laughs> uh, fun fact. Um, His name is Frankie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not John. If you number didn't one. know. Fun fact number one. Uh, fun fact. I. Um, wow. I'm not very fun. Um, <laughs> John, go. Joe, you, you look like you know yours already. Go ahead. Go. No, I don't. I don't know mine. Um, okay. Can you categorize it? Like, give me something. Okay. Uh, fun it fact about. It could either be like a, a secret talent you have or mm. a, a hobby. Okay. You know. Uh, a weird know, habit. People know. Oh. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, fine. I, I can do it. It's it's not really a super fun fact, un, uh, but I guess it's something that. 
hopefully someone will care about uh all almost all the guitar work that i did for the very very first john dang show stuff was on a guitar i put together myself whoa what these answers no are way, so bro. you're Every like the kid that guitar, just reminds me of my like struggle I'm the student getting judged right now uh. graded to be fair, I listen to a lot of podcasts normally, so I kind of know ah, how to. Ah, you know, he was ready. To, a little bit, just a little bit. I'm, it's, that's only one aspect uh, of my life. <laughs> Ask me about taxes, and I'm just can't, can't it can help. Uh, okay. Um, and to make it easy, it doesn't say. And we've had so many answers. Okay, Even, give me one. Give me another one. We've said. had answers like. Um, <laughs> Kaylee's Cheeto up her nose story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Had, yeah. What did Kiko say to this answer? I'm, I'm curious. Do you remember his answer? Oh, what did Kiko say? Did he say something about golf. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's exactly what I would have thought. Nah, he didn't mention golf. He didn't golf. mention golf. I, re- I was going to throw golf in so our many. podcast because I did see that you guys went golfing. Oh, you know, someone else. Like, oh, do you, are, by the way, are you and Kiko roommates or what is that? Because you guys are always <laughs> golfing. And I know that question has been like a thing before. No, we're uh, always golfing together. We're, we're really You guys close. are just really, really cool close, golf yeah. buddies. Yeah, where we <laughs> hang out outside of golf they're too, the they're the guys that you can see like at the country club when they're older yeah and they're just really like, old. you know talking about the good old days exactly. of touring touring yeah exactly um getting drunk on the night what is it the, the nine yeah technology um, but yeah i would say a fun fact about me is that i only drink one coffee at all like I one style of coffee and the, i get it the same oh, way and i don't cool. change it up i get an americano with two shots and about a tablespoon of honey hey that's well that is a way stronger version of the coffee oh, that i get yeah i get that every I, I literally drink that every day if you guys want some, some stuff you guys gotta get uh, the 32 ounce from slingstone but get oh, like God. Two extra espresso shots. Two ounces, homie. Huge. You will be cleaning that's, everybody's that is house. Ounces Whoa! I am You're a coffee drinking? fiend and a whiskey fiend. Like, those are my two things. I oh, love man. whiskey and I love coffee. Well, you did say, uh, John, that you're hoping that the band is healthy for the tour. Oh, so yes. there you go. There we go. There we go. We'll for sure have our coffee <laughs> for sure. All right, guys. Well, thank you so thank much. You so much for, for having us. Yeah, it was so fun. And we cannot wait. We'll definitely do this again. Mm. Hopefully, with all four. Maybe five of the members, Yeah, we'll you know. pray together. Yeah. You guys want to say a prayer? No more duck pens to be built. Yeah. <laughs> the dengue finally clears the island. Oh, man. For Maybe real. Then. Oh, he went there. For real, though. Whoa. I got a mosquito bite on my face this I, morning, and I, I was like, well, I can't I'll look see at what it, this I can't look at a mosquito bite the same way again. I got three on my arm the other day, and I'm just like, if I don't get anything from you there, got the dangs, man. We'll got see, man. Two weeks. But there's something like what they say about uh, the the boys from down south. It's like if there's anything to be caught, we had to have caught it already. Right. So if it's not there, we probably don't I have agree. it. I agree. You know the waters are rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're both from down there, so. But thank All you right. again, guys, for yeah, having. Yeah, thank you. Guys. You're welcome. Appreciate uh, you. Good luck. Uh, this dude. Safe, I've been right when fun. I right when I said it, man. Right when I saw the we'll post, fun. I was like, oh my god, that's it. Oh, John Dank to the top and I've always wanted to say this I wanted to intro yeah. with this but I forgot but I always wanted to say this that uh, every time I hear the John Dank show every time I hear your music and everything I always think of one revolution and two Sons of Zion wow that's not bad real quick where can yeah. everyone follow you guys and your touring shenanigans at the John Dank show on everything we're on Instagram Facebook all at the John Dank show no spaces or no underscores or anything like that you want to throw Twitter. in your personal stuff yeah at Frankie McJohn 
at uh, John Dewan six seven one. John Dewan. Uh, yeah, at Frankie McJohn on Instagram and stuff. But follow us um, and Spotify. We're all over everything. So just search the John Dang Show. There you go, guys. guys Thank you guys so much. These guys. Follow them as they kick off their uh, touring journey. Pretty much wrapping things up here. And remember, this is another edition of it's a hang thing. thing. We'll see you guys at the next one. Bye. Shoot. Bye. Woo.